Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name's Nasser Pasha and I'm hungry. <laughs> and I'm Matt Staub and I was actually going to comment. I could tell that you were because you, you know, it was straight business when you ran through that intro and it's not going to get any easier for you because we're talking about a, a restaurant. And all these articles have nice pictures of Indian food on it. So what is they called? Above the fold? Yeah. That like header image. I'm literally staring at that right now, by the way. What is that dish? It looks like this a standard chicken tikka or masala or a butter chicken masala. I'm not sure which. I was thinking masala, but I wasn't sure. I don't know. It's not pizza, so I don't know what it. I'm no expert, though. It's either pizza or, or other for me. I was looking for some pizza episodes for today. We'll try to bring one in the next, yeah. next week. Anyways, so we have this Indian restaurant, and it put up an ad for an experienced Indian waiter or waitress. Okay. <laughs> so it did this in October 2013. And then the wait wait but if you're listening if you're listening to this pause and think about that and see if you can tell if there's something wrong with that posting and by the way it's okay if you don't get it because it's not obvious so we have an Indian restaurant it looks like a pretty authentic Indian restaurant looking for a experienced Indian waiter or waitress as a result the city's commission on human rights went after the this restaurant and ended up. Well, the fine was actually initially a little bit bigger. It got pushed down, but went after to find them because of the, I guess, the discriminatory way that they put up the ad in terms of asking for an Indian waiter or waitress. Now, they did say waiter or waitress, which actually is an issue, I guess, that could also be brought up. You can't just put waitress. You have to put wait person. Like actor, actress to me is kind of the same thing. I don't really, you know. Can a waitress be a waiter and a waiter not be a waitress? Kind of like an actor be an actress, but an actress can't be an, or, you know, vice versa. People in the industry that are female in the acting industry call themselves actors and not actresses. Actresses, I guess, refers to a lesser, but isn't it best actress in the <laughs> Golden Globes and all that? I thought so. Maybe there's a connotation to it that we're not aware of. I don't know. I used to be an actor for like about 26 years or so. <laughs> then I quit because it got to Hollywood for me. You were in uh, all of those movies. Yeah, all those. We don't need to name them, though. Yeah, you were in all the Rocky movies. <laughs> That's about the right age, yeah. right timing for 26 years. Well, let me finish this up here. So they hit him with a fine. The law doesn't allow ads that discriminate based on national origin. It ends up going to hearing. The funny part is, or one of the funny parts are, that... By the time that this hearing happened, it had been a year since the business had closed. So the business wasn't even open. It's a pretty ridiculous premise to begin with. And I guess the judge felt so bad that they reduced the fine from $7,500 to $5,000, still saying that there was a discriminatory ad based on national origin, even though it was an authentic Indian restaurant looking for an Indian waiter or waitress. Yeah, so let's first talk about this commission because this is something unique. The New York City's Commission on Human Rights, that's not something very typical, but is specifically in New York City. I don't, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else equivalent. There might be something in San Francisco that I can't remember right now. But this is not an applicant or an employee that is complaining that has some kind of cause of action of an employer. This is an independent commission 
that is going after employers, going through Craigslist ads and seeing if they're compliant or not, and if they're not going after them and finding them, you know, $5,000 or more for these, these violations. And that's why, I mean, if you think about it, colloquially, if you use the word waitress to both mean waiters and waitresses without any kind of distinction, it is somewhat of a benign mistake and paying thousands of dollars for that can be, you know, pretty restrictive, but it's understandable too, because the behavior is not going to correct itself unless there's some kind of enforcement. But I was noticing with this particular case with the Indian restaurant, if they would have said, instead of an experienced Indian waiter or waitress, they could have said experienced Indian restaurant waiter or waitress, Yeah, right? Maybe they could have just claimed as a typo. The judge obviously took a, took a little leniency because I think they lowered it to... It was 7,500 to 5,000. Which, I mean, I'm not sure if it even matters because business has been shut down a year. I mean, is there even any, I guess it depends if there was any money left over at that point to pay the fine. Yeah, you, for a restaurant, five, five grand's a lot, actually, for, for any restaurant. With, you know, they have thin margins sometimes. And that's why I struggled at the beginning of this to remember the name of this because this commission of human rights, because it's, yeah, you're, like you're saying, it's just this independent agency that goes around trying to bust these businesses. And here, let's, let's take the specific facts from this case. There was no complaint from the public. There was no evidence of how many people viewed the posting. There was no direct evidence that any qualified applicant was turned away. There was a discriminatory advertisement, but there was no additional proof that respondents refused to hire otherwise qualified applicants. So they're basically saying this, it didn't even really affect anything, but we're still going to fine you because you can't advertise to have an Indian waiter or waitress at an Indian restaurant. I mean, that's I feel like that's part of the, when you go to authentic ethnic restaurants, I feel like that's part of the ambience of being there. You get, I mean, I, if I'm going to ask someone what they think of two different dishes, which I never do, but if I wanted to, I would prefer someone who actually is knowledgeable. And I'm guessing somebody who's from the area or had lived there at some point would probably know a lot more than someone who hasn't. That's, that's my guess. Yeah. And so that's why it's, in a way, it's a kind of benign request but at the same time, it's understandable because very well, there could be non-Indians that could have the same kind of information experience or even better. And they should be given the opportunity, especially in a job listing. But I can also see the argument that perhaps the, this is kind of a, me being a little too creative. I don't think this would fly, but what if they argue that there's a bona fide business practice of having this kind of impression of people of having this Indian experience when they're going to the restaurant. So it would be kind of weird if they none of the waiters and waitresses were Indian. I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of some kind of exception that they could fall under with these kind of practices. It'd be tough. That's what I was thinking too. I mean, that's the Hooters exception, right? Like it's in other places, but yeah, it's... Yeah, exactly. I think it's at least an argument. I don't know if the NLRB would, would accept it. And I don't know about this commission would, would accept it, but... Commission of Human Rights, I guess. I mean, there's bigger fish to fry with this. I mean, they're just searching for stuff. Yeah, I agree. But you do have to be careful with what you put in these postings. And some of the things that you would typically see in some postings, like for example, first of all, anything gender specific, waiter, waitress, actor, actress, you have to be very careful with that, you know, looking for, you know, a housewife. What are you searching for on Craigslist? <laughs> I guess it was one of those work for home kind of posts or whatever, but looking for a housewife. <laughs> I know your wife was just gone. I know no, she was visiting. On. Don't joke about that. But there, there's also like, for example, even saying you have to have reliable transportation for example, like if unless the job is part of, you know, the actual job is transporting things, 
what I think the better answer is, okay, you know, you have to be on time. You have to be consistent and, and show up to work. But if you say reliable job transportation, then it could have an effect of disparaging against, you know, based upon, you know, wealth, which by in itself may not be a big deal, but then the effective aspect of that may have implications to, you know, ethnic or racial discrimination because of that. So little things like that, that you may think is benign, may actually have consequences to it. Yeah. I mean, the reason people or the reason employers put those sort of descriptions in the ads is because they want to do some sort of filtration process. So it takes them less time. But I mean, people lie all the time on qualifications for a job. So if you put, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, well, I guess in this instance, it would be a little bit. So like your car example. Yeah. So, you know, have a reliable car. I can see someone applying that like demon have a car and they'll figure out a way to get around it. They're just trying to get the job. Just be careful in the ads and then you can always bump people out for once you talk to them. It just might be a little bit more of your time and and hassle. Yeah. I've even seen certain postings that are problematic where it says, you know, experience between three and five years. So saying you have at least minimum three years experience is fine, but putting a cap on it can be implying that you're, you know, you're only looking for a certain age or a young, a younger candidate, which could be discrimination based on age. The same thing of saying, you know, young and energetic or youthful or or even using the word junior or senior, unless it's like part of a specific title, like junior associate or whatever. And so those kind of things you'd want to avoid. This week we hit on two different employer topics. It's just the business owners just hate this stuff because it's so fine-tuned that they have to the guidelines they have to follow you have to be careful about every especially nowadays you have to be careful about everything you say especially if you put it in writing it's stressful it really i mean even as an attorney it's stressful just because there's so many nuances like a lot of times in contracts it's very intuitive is that okay if i put a term in the contract most likely it's enforceable i just have to be clear and there's you know no ambiguity i i know what the law is on that but when it comes to employees in employment law, sometimes it's not as intuitive. We've talked about this before. Biggest liability by far for any employer is your employees. Let me take another example. I don't know how this would happen, what would happen with this. So let's say I'm in San Diego. There's a lot of Mexican restaurants. Mm -hmm. What if I put an ad up and I only put it in Spanish somewhere? Well, I think if it's a requirement that the employees speak Spanish, I think that's okay. I think in general, the answer is yes, but I'm sure... I'm sure someone can find a reason why it's messed up. I don't know. Yeah, you can find problems with it. It's discriminatory based on origin. That's a tough one. Thanks for asking that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we haven't done a question in a while. It could have been our question, but maybe we'll save that for another time. Yeah, we'll do the research. All right. Well, I think that's it. I'm sure we can come up with more examples of what not to do, but for now. For now, keep it sound, keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast, The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. 
The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.